Okay, we are learning Daf Pei. Uh, we're going to start right from the top of Daf Pei Amit Aleph. So we're actually right in the middle of the Brisa. Uh, we're discussing, again, the fundamentals are that Tumad is Tuchuyi Vitzibor. So if most of the Tzibor is coming in our Pesach, they're able to just bring the carbon Vitzibor. Um, and in that case, even the people who are tar, the minority people who are tar, are able to just jump on the bandwagon also and bring it to Tama. There's no need for them to try to bring it to Har. The same thing would be if the Kohanim are Tama, if all the Klisharis are Tama. There's also a din that is Kar Batuma. When the people who are Tama are only a minority, then instead of them being allowed to bring the Karban, we say instead they're pushed off to Pasach Shein. So the Gemara discussed a very complicated scenario where it's exactly half people who are Tame and exactly half who are Tar. So in that case, what are they? So Ra's opinion was that Mechsal Mechsal is treated like a rove. Each group is treated like a majority. So according to Rav, the people who are Tame, the half who are Tame, are able to bring Pesach Rishon, but the people who are Tar can't be schlepped after them because they're also a majority. So they, they both bring on Pesach Rishon in separate groups. These people bring Batahar, these people, these people bring Batoma. Rav Kahana disagreed. He said, Masal Maxal is not like a rove. And we had two versions exactly what Rav Kahana meant. According to one opinion, he meant that they're treated like Yechidim and therefore they bring Pasashen. According to the second opinion, they're kind of threading the needle between Yechidim and Tzibar. And therefore they wouldn't bring a Pasach Rishon or Pasashen. They can't bring either one. So this Brisa uh, that we started here then went on to say, what if it's 50-50, except for one person is tipping it? So you have one more person who is Tameh than people who are Tahar. So you would expect it to be that then it's considered like a majority who is Tameh. And the Gemara is teaching, no, that we don't say that. Rabbi Lazar Ramasna said, That we don't say that one person tips the scale, as it says in the Pasuk, You can't shech the Pesach in one of your gates. So Shuta Shemikra is saying that what? That the Pesach has to be brought on the base of Mikdash, not on Obama, but we're dashing from the Pasuk that one person cannot be the cause of everyone else, everyone else to uh, jump on the bandwagon. So the Tame people, in that case, aren't called the majority. And we don't say that the tar people are the minority, and therefore we wouldn't say everyone who's tar can jump on the bandwagon. According to Rav, that would mean that they would have to both bring separately. So now we're going to see Rabbi Shimon has a different interpretation. What happens if one entire shevet is tame, or even a majority of that entire shevet is tame? But all the other shvatim are tahar. So you would expect to say, let's go after the totality, the total amount of people, and say there is only minority people who are tame. So the yechidim should be pushed off to Pesach He says, Rabbi Shimon, that's not the halacha. They each bring themselves. So he's saying that with it, 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 each shevet has an independent count. Now, of course, we're not going to say that just because one shevet is tamay, now everybody else could bring as well. But for if one shevet is tamay, the majority is tamay, so then for them, they're called a tzibor. That's what it sounds like what he's saying. There's an independent status of a tzibor for each shevet individually. And uh, they're going to be able to bring batuma even though... If you look at the total population of college, so they're all a minority. So the Gemara says, my time, what's Rav Shimon's reason? Meaning, bottom line is, in the population, they're only minorities. So the Gemara says, even one Shevet has a shame of a Kahal. This comes from, well, actually quotes the Pasuk that we have by Yaakov, he was promised that he was going to have a Kahal Amim come out from him when all the Shvatim were born except for uh, Benyamin. 
So we see that the promise that Binyamin was going to be born is that a kahal would be born. So therefore it has a shame. We see even one shevet has a shame of a kahal. So the fact that uh, if, the, if, if the kahal is tummy, if the tzibur is tummy, it can override tumah, that applies even to one shevet. So according to Rabbi Shimon, Shimon is saying that if one shevet is tummy, they're able to bring. Now it's, th- it's still not going to schlep everybody else along though, because bottom line is they're only one shevet. They're not most of Kali. So, so it will be the matzav, like we spoke about in Rav's opinion, where it's 50-50, where we say each group brings individually. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda takes on a much more extreme idea. Rabbi Yehuda, and in that scenario, where one shevet is tamei and the other shvatim are tar, then everybody does a bituma because you can never have a split in a carbon tzibar. So what is what's the explanation? First of all, he holds like the same fundamentals as Rabbi Shimon that one shevet is called a tzibar, so they have a right to bring bituma. That's for sure. So even if you consider it that way. It's not better than the case, like in Rav's understanding of half Tameh and half Tar, that each one of them is considered a majority, each one of them is considered a Tzibor. So you would expect the Din to be that they each bring individually. But Rabbi Yehuda takes on a very extreme idea, in carbon Tzibor Chalak, that it's forbidden to ever have a carbon Tzibor with two groups. You either has to be one way or the other way. So in other words, we've said now, until now, that's not necessarily true. Like Rav had a case 50-50 where we said each group brings independently, there's like two Tzibors. Or we just had in Reb Shimon where one Shevet is Tameh and the rest are Tar, there's like two Tzibors. Rabbi Yudah says, no, 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 I hold there cannot be two tzibors. There's a din in carbon tzibor chalak. So then, by definition, if there's going to be a tzibor who is considered Tameh and can bring Pesach Rishon, automatically, everybody else in Klai Yisrael, despite the fact that they're not a minority who are Tahar, they're considered also a tzibor who is Tahar, and if anything, they're the majority of Klai Yisrael, they are all also able to bring so everybody brings with Tama. So bottom line is that's a much further extreme than anybody else had been saying. Everybody agrees to the idea of incarnancy or Chalak as an idea, but every other Tana only applied it when, every, when the other Tar people are a minority, then they get schlepped along after a Tzibor who is Tameh and they can bring Pesach Rishon. But Rabbi Yudah is saying even if they're not a minority, even if they're a majority and they have a shame Tzibor and they're Tar, but bottom line is if there's a Tzibor who is Tameh who is bringing on Pesach Rishon, such as let's say one Shevet, which is Ikri Kahal in its own right, they're a shame Tzibor, and they're going to bring Berishon, then automatically there's no din that anybody else has to try to bring Batar. That's the Chiddush Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Shimon, Rav, they weren't going like that. They held, the only time where we'd say in Tzibor Chalak is where there's a majority of Tameim and a minority of Tahorim, then the minority of Tahorim are slept on, on as well. But if it would be half-half or one Shevet, then they would bring separately. Rabbi Yudah is saying, no, there cannot be a division. You cannot have half-half. Says so the Gemara, talking about more about that. Mm-hmm. Says the Gemara, what happens if it was exactly half half? So we had this yesterday, right? Rav was saying that each brings separately. So now I'm a Rav. Rav says, you know, we solved the problem. We tipped the scale. How do we tip the scale? We make one guy, we, you know, we put a dead, a dead sheritz on him. We make sure he becomes Tameh. Now it's going to be a majority of Tameh people. So the Gemara says, why are you trying to solve anything? Well, what's going on? Am I? Like 50-50. That was Rav's opinion yesterday. They're both at Tzibar. They each bring separate groups. That was Rav's opinion. What, what, why do we have to solve anything? The case was that actually Tami people outnumbered the people who were tar by one. So it was one more. So what? So the tar people were a minority. So therefore, why they weren't able to bring themselves in order to make sure that tar people could bring themselves on every show. And we had to make it 
And in order to make sure they could bring Erev on Erev Pesach, we had to make it that there were two more Tommy people, and that would schlep along all the minority as well. But the Gemara says, wait a second, I understand. If it was already one more, then it was already one more. So they should all be able to make Betumah, even if we're not Matame, one more guy. So if the case was that it was one more Tommy person as is, why do you have to do anything? Why do you have to make it two more, t- that there are two more Tommy people? What's wrong with one more Tommy person? Says the Gemara, that opinion that we just opened with today, that if it's only one more Tame person, that can't tip the scale, even though they're at Sibor. But to tip it and say, now all the Tar people as well can bring Batuma, you know, you have to have a second person as well. So Rav holds like, Rav, Rav holds like that opinion of Blazer and Masna. So it was a case, there was one more Tame person. That wasn't enough to make, to make all the Tar people also bring Batuma. So he said, let's be Matame, one more guy. Now there will be two more Tame people. If there are two more Tame people over Tar people, then all the Tar people will be able to bring. But says the Gemara, that doesn't get us anywhere. Our question comes back. What would it be if it was 50-50? Rav says they're both seabirds. They bring, they each bring separately. So what did we say? There was, that wasn't a problem. So we explained that the case was that there was one more Tame person. We're going like Rav Lazar Masna that says that what? That that doesn't bring the minority in. It makes it, it's as if 50-50. So weiter. So there was no problem. They should still each do separately. What was the case why we had to be Matami somebody else? Rav holds when there are two independent seaboards. What is the din? The din is that each one brings separately. So if, if he holds like Rav Lazar Masna and having one more Tame person doesn't make it a majority Tame, we could hold that. You have to have at least two more. So then it's a tantamount to 50-50. Rav says 50-50, they each bring themselves. So the kids are, however you look at it, whether it was exactly 50-50 or the way it was, or it was one more Tame person like Rav Lazar Masna, either way, there was no problem. There was no reason why we had to be, go ahead and be Matame one more person. Like there's no reason why you need to make sure that the tar people are schlepped after the Tommy people, as long as you hold like Rav, everything's fine. So the Gemara says, you're right. We had a different issue here. If there would be a Tana, not Rav personally, this is what Rav's saying. If there would be someone who holds like the Tana Kama, the Bryce, that when it's half and half, not everybody could bring Batuma, meaning that it's considered that the Tar people themselves are at Sibor and they can't be schlepped after after the Tame group, this Savar like Rabbi Yudah, and the Tana also held like the extreme opinion of Rabbi Yudah, the Amar, in Karban Sibar Chaluk, who said that you can't have a situation where there's different groups. That's exactly now the problem. If there would be somebody who says that the Atar people who are half are considered in their own strong group, and they can't automatically be schlepped after the Tame people. But we also hold like Rabbi Yudah that it's forbidden to have two separate groups. Then what should we do? What should we do in that case? So what the answer would be, one guy So it's a difficult point that the Gemara is saying, and I'll tell you why. Because by before, when we had Rabbi Yudah, it was one shave that was Tame, all the rest is called Klaivsar was Tar. What did Rabbi Yudah say? Everybody just brings Batuma. Why? In you can't have different groups. So once one group brings Batuma, everybody brings Batuma. Now the Gemara seems to be contradicting that. The Gemara is saying, if there is a Tana who holds that when, that when you have Mechza Tahorin, they cannot automatically be schlepped along. But we hold like Rabbi Yehuda that you can't have two different groups. That almost seems like by definition a paradox. But that's exactly, it seems like what the Gemara is saying. If they would hold like the Svar of Rabbi Yehuda that it's forbidden to have two different groups, but not in the application that that automatically means when one group is Tameh, everybody else brings, now what do I do if it's 50-50? 
then the answer would be to make sure there aren't two separate groups, I'd go ahead and be Matami one guy Besharetz. That was the solution. So that's not Rav's personal opinion. Rav's personal opinion is not like Rabbi It's not forbidden to have two different groups. So 50-50, have these people bring with some of these people bring with Hara. But the Gemara is saying, if you hold like if you hold like Rabbi Yudah, and you also hold that 50-50, you cannot automatically say that the, the 50 who are Tar should just bring Batuma because they're a majority in their own right. So then the only solution would be to be Matame one guy. I'll give you a different solution. Why don't we just send one Tahar guy uh, out of town? <laughs> send one Tahar guy out of town, and then it ends up that there are more Tame people. You don't have to be Matame, one Tame guy. You just send one Tahar guy out of town. Says, says, what was wrong with Ula? What was wrong? Why didn't Ula say like the first suggestion of Rav to be Matame somebody? The answer is because a Tommy Sharetz could be some bitar. You could go to the mikvah and be tar tonight. So he could he could still be part of a carbon pesach. It's machlokas. We're going to see later on, and we, we touched on it a little bit earlier. We'll touch on it much more. If a, 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 a Tommy Sharetz is able to participate to be registered on a carbon pesach, he's Tommy now, but he will be tar tonight. So if you hold that he could participate, then it's not a solution to say we'll be with Tommy one guy b'sharetz because he could still be part of the of the uh, of the tahar numbers because he is fit to be uh, participating in the carbon. So the Gemara says, Okay, I get it. Sheretz wouldn't have worked, but that's not a reason to send somebody out of town still. So make somebody touch a dead body. That should solve the problem. Says So if you do that, he's not going to be able to bring the Karman Chagiga. Karman Chagiga is brought when on the first day of Pesach, on the 15th. So we don't want to, we don't want to make a guy lose his opportunity to bring a Karman Chagiga. So therefore, we don't want to do that. We only want to talk to him b'sharetz, but we hold shoychlim out of b'sharetz. So therefore, the only solution was to send the guy out of town for the day. Says the Gemara Hashanah, when you send him out of town for the day, you're taking away his pesach. So you're all concerned. What are you saying? You don't be talking him b'meis because then he won't be able to bring his karma chagiga. Rather, what do I do? I send him out of town, which makes him lose his carbon pesach. So what's the difference? Says the Gemara, losing a pesach, pesach is not a big deal because you're pater if you're bedarach or cholka, and then you can bring pesach sheni. So you're not losing it completely. Says the Gemara. Ah, if that's the svar that you have a makeup and mace nami. Well, you could say the same thing. Let him touch a dead body. Ah, he's going to lose his carbon chagiga. He won't because the carbon chagiga, Asher David Bashvi, you could do it through the seventh day of Pesach, which will be the eighth day from when he became Tommy. If he becomes Tommy on Erev Pesach, the week later, it's still one day left of Pesach. So one day left of Pesach, you can bring the carbon chagiga. Carbon chagiga could be brought throughout the whole week. Says the Gemara, Kosavar Ula, Ula holds about the Karman Chagigo, Kulun Tashlum Rishon. Really, the Chiv is the first day. If you were Chayav on the first day and you didn't bring it, you could make it up the whole week of Pesach. But that means the Chaz Rishon Chaz Lokul, only if you were fit to bring it on the first day, but for whatever reason you didn't bring it, then you could make it up the whole week. Someone who wasn't fit on the first day, let's say he was Tame on the first day, so he couldn't bring the Karman Chagigo, the Chaz then he cannot make it up for the rest of the seven days because the Chiv never was Chal. So that's, that's actually. But that's Ulu's opinion that um, whoever wasn't fit on the first day can never bring the Karmach So it's not a viable solution to be Metamehimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
Says the Gemara Itmar, one just one introduction for the sugi that we're about to do. The din that that Klal Yisrael who brings betuma when rovar betuma is only when they're tummy meis or sheretz. When it's tumas tuma hayotzim igufa like zav zava nida yoledes those types of tumas, there's no din that it overrides the tuma. But if there's yechidim who were the, in that situation, they could bring a pesach shein. So the din that it overrides the tumah is only if it's tamimais or sheretz. But the din if the yechidim are pushed away to pasasheni is true from any type of tumah. So the Gemara says, Itmar, how you Reuben Zavin if most of Klai were Zavin? Miyutam tamimaisim. Some people were tamimaisim. Amarav, Osan tamimaisim. Those people were tamimais. In Osan, the Rishon of Lamasheni, they don't bring pesach Rishon or pesach Sheni. Wow. They can't bring it all. They can't bring a Pesach Rishon because only the only din that it overrides Tumah is when most of Klai Yisrael will participate in the carbon. But since most of Klai Yisrael actually Zavim and their Tumah can't be overrided, so you don't you can't have a minority of people bringing Batumah on Arab Pesach. You can't have that. You can never have a minority of people overriding Tumah for Pesach Rishon. But they can't bring Pesach Sheni either because the following very interesting principle. The ability for Yachad to bring a Pesach Sheni is only if the community brought a, uh, a carbon Pesach on Erev Pesach. If there was no carbon Pesach from the Tzibar Barishon, for whatever reason, like this reason where most of them were Zavim, so they simply couldn't, then there's no din to bring Pesach Sheni. The whole din of Pesach Sheni is only if the tzibur were brought a Pesach Rishon. So in this case, it didn't happen. So these Yechidim, who are Tmei Meis, can't bring Pesach Sheni either. Very interesting principle. Only if the tzibur were brought Pesach Rishon, could a Yechid bring Pesach Sheni. Amalu Shmuel, Zilu Amalu Abba, Gota Abba, Rav. What about the Pesach? The Pesach says, The Jewish people should bring a Kaaba Pesach. My of this lay, what are you going to do? Meaning, what? These people who are Tamei Meis simply don't bring the carbon? Hashem said, bring a carbon. Either you're a tzibur and you bring Pesach, Pesach Rishon, or you're a Yachid and you bring Pesach Sheni, but you got to bring the Pesach. So you're Making up a new rule that if the tzibur didn't bring pesach rishon, you can't bring pesach sheni. So then it means that you just don't bring a common pesach. So Amalehu, Rav said, yeah, that's obviously not such a good question. Zilu Amalei, go tell Shmuel. Imagine the scenario where all of Kali Yisrael with Zavin. Forget about the fact, like our case, where some of them are Tmeimis. And you just switch the discussion to the Tumah Zavin. What are they going to bring? Right? They don't bring Pesach Rishon. You don't override the Tumah Zav. And they're not a minority of people, so they can't bring, you agree, if not, if they're a majority of people, the majority of the community never brings Pesach Sheni. It's not possible. It's not possible. They, they're honest. They can't fulfill the mitzvah. They don't, either Pesach Rishon or Pesach Sheni. So too, here's a case. If the majority of people are Zavim, then the minority of Tmeimis in Achanami have no possibility to bring the carbon Pesach. Says the Gemara, it's my another case. I rumen to me mason. Most of the people were tummy mace. Umi utum zavim. Some of them were zavim. So Ravuna Amar ain't a shlin la pesach ababatoma. So obviously, what's going to happen here? The group who are to me mason will bring berisha, right? They're rove of Klai Yisrael. Tummy mace overrides the tummy. Everything's good. The question is, the minority who were zavim, they couldn't participate. Because remember, tumma zav can never be overrided. Can never be, their tumma can never be overridden to bring pesach berisha. The question is, could they bring Pesach Sheni? In a regular year, whenever the Tzibor brings Pesach Rishon, if you have a few guys who are Yechidim, who are Zavim, they would bring Pesach Sheni. This year, who were Kla Yisrael bringing Pesach Rishon? It was the majority who were Tamei Meis. Does that trigger the ability for the Zavim to bring Pesach Sheni? So it's a dispute. Avuna says there's no tashlumin for Pesach Ababatumah. It wasn't like the Tzibor brought it regularly. The Tzibor had an overriding of the Tumah in order to bring the, the Karba. That can't trigger an idea of Pesach Sheni for people, for, for the Zav. 
It could. So the Gemara says, what's the root of the dispute? If you will, they can't trigger it. You will Meaning, it wasn't really brought regularly. Really, it was not a good akrava. It just was overridden by the idea of the tzibur. But the tuma is only dechuya. It's there to resist. It's just overridden. So therefore, we say that it doesn't trigger the ability for the zavim to bring basheni. So it was a non-issue, it was a totally kasher akrava. Since it was a totally kasher akrava, so if it was totally kasher, so it triggered the ability for the zavid to bring Pesach Sheni. So now we're seeing another nafkimin of Tumah Dechuya. Whether it's really considered an ideal hakrava or a bad akrava that just had to be done, the nafkimin would be if it, the yechidim are able to bring Pesach Sheni because of this karma. Remember, yechidim can bring Pesach Sheni only when the tzibur brought Barisha. Is it fulfilled that the tzibur had akrava Barisha and if it was karav batoma and overrided their tumah? If tumah hutra, yeah. If tumah dechuya, then not. Says the Gemara, Amri love. Dechuliyam dechuma dechuma tzibur. It could be everybody holds dechuya. They're just arguing about this. Mar savar. One opinion holds top of the Ahmed Beis. Dechaya mitcha. If it was made in tahara, it's able to trigger people to pesach sheni. Tumah lo mitcha. But but a b'diyevet type of akrava that was brought batoma can't trigger people to pesach sheni. Mar savar. Feel batoma nami mitcha. Even if it was brought batoma, lemaisa the tzibur brought it. Whether it was resisted from the tum- from the tumah or not, lemaisa they had it in to bring it. If lemaisa they had it in to bring it, then it's able to mi- trigger the chiyah pesach for the Zavim. So that ends in dispute if the Miyad Zavim would bring after the Tzibar brought a Pesach of Abba Tumar. In the first case, no Tumar brought ever. Correct. There was only Tame people and Zavim, right? So you had a minority Tame people, most were Zavim. Zavim t- cannot override their Tumar to bring Pesach Rishon. Nobody brought Pesach Rishon. The question is if the Tameh Mesim or Yechidim bring Pesach Sheni. And the Gemara was saying no, Rav was teaching us no, because if there was no Tzibar bringing a carbon Pesach, it cannot have a Pesach Sheni. There's no, the Gemara, it's interesting, it's like a Svar. The Gemara doesn't even bring a Makar. But they, yes, we'll learn that ninth parak, ninth parak, yes. However, I don't think this, this doesn't depend on all that. Okay, this doesn't depend on, we'll see what, what that real dispute is when we get ninth parak. So we'll learn about that. They get, if someone's Megayer in the middle, it's going to be wild. Okay. Says the Gemara, Itmar, one more case. Here a third are Zavim. Shloshan Tahurim. A third are Tar. Third Zavim, third Tar. Shloshan Tamei Mason. And a third are Tamei Mason. Ooh, so this is hard. So Amar Mani Bar Patish, what do we have here? We have the Tamei Mesim are a minority. They're only a third. So Inon Osin, Lo Zishon, Lo Zishini, they can't bring anything. Why? Because majority don't have a right to override Tumah. Either a third are Tahar or a third are Zavim. Those two groups who are, make up the 66% here, they... They don't have an ability to override anything. They're, they're either Tahar or Tmei, or Tmei Zavit. So they can't, the Tmei Mesim are only a minority. They're only a third. They can't do it. Hello, Tmei Mesim, you Tmei Tolav A majority of people can never do Berisha. Pashini, Loavdi, but they can't bring Pesachini either. Why? Because Klape Pesachini, how many people need Pesachini? Two-thirds, right? So what happened? The third who were Tara brought and two-thirds of Klai Yisrael didn't. The third who were Zavim and the third who were Tamei didn't bring. So now who wants to bring Pasashini? Two-thirds of Klai Yisrael? from Zavim and Tamei Now the Zavim combined. Loav, the Berishon, both of them didn't bring Berishon. Havalu Ruba. That's a rove. Two-thirds want to bring Pasashini? Ruba, Lamitcha, Pasashini. So majority is never pushed away to Pasashini. So what do we have the bottom line in that case? A third Tara, third Zavim, third Tamei Mesim. The third Tahorim will bring Pasach Rishon. That does not now be uh, satisfied 
satisfy the need that all oh, the tzibur brought. That does not satisfy. Because Klape Pesach Sheni, I have a majority of people who want to bring. So therefore, n- neither the Zavim nor the Tmei Mesim in that case will be able to bring. So it ends up, and that's what the point of learning is, that there are some cases where you just can't bring a Pesach. There is such a thing. You know, that you would think like, ostensibly, no. You, whatever, wherever you categorize yourself, you're good. But if you put together all these new rules, it doesn't necessarily work out. Okay. Now we start a new sukkah. Again, what was the din of tzitz? The din of tzitz is that even forget about a carbon seaboard, when you have something that where there was tumma in the base of mikdash, you shouldn't do it lechatchila, but if it happened, for the it's okay. Talking about a yachid, not talking about a carbon seaboard. Forget about tumma a regular carbon yachid. For the if there was tumma, it's good. We have a machlokas of tzitz is maratz alachilos, but if let's say something was wrong with the blood, let's keep it simple. The blood became tame and you threw it, right? So what's the din? The din is that the tzitz is maratzah. For the yavid, you don't have to bring another carbon. The tzitz atones, it works, pushes through, the kapara is achieved. Says the Mishnah, ha-pesach shenizrak domo, the pesach where the blood was thrown, achim nozhu tamay, afterwards you find out it was tamay. Pashat shot here is, you have to say, the pashat is that the blood was tamay. Tzitz maratzah la-olin, so the blood was tamay, so no problem. Atzitz maratzah, the tzitz is maratzah, a tremendous chiddish, right? Because here you have tumah, but we're still saying everything's good. The Bailam was tahar. He was someone who was fit for the Pesach. Something became tummy in the Hakrava. Tzitz is maratzah. Bidiyev, the guy's potter from Pesach Shini. Fine. But if we find out after we brought it that the person was Tameh, he didn't know he was Tameh. But then, he, you know, he didn't realize that he had touched a dead body on his way up to Azar. After he brought the karma, someone's like, by the way, you touched a dead body when you came up here. So in that situation, and says, Maratza, this is not Maratza, this is not Maratza for Tumas Haguf, that sits is Maratza when there's Hakrava, some Tuma issue in the Hakrava, something in the offering, like the blood became Tameh, the limbs became Tameh. But if the person became Tameh and he's pushed away to Pesasheni, the sits cannot solve that issue. Okay, that's the fundamentals of tzitz. This is maratzah, dafka, and the things in the akrava, not for the issue of the person being pushed away to Pesachin. If they show armor, they said, a Nazar is a Pesach, we're going to be someone who is a Nazir, or making a karm Pesach, a tzitz maratzah, al tumas adam, the tzitz can be maratzah if there's an issue with the tumah with the blood, then a tzitz maratzah, al tumas agov, I can't work for tumas agov. However, there's one crazy exception, which is so hard to see, and we're going to learn this for the next two blot. Nitma tumas hatahom, if the person is discovered, not that he stam touched a dead body that was open lying on the floor, but he became Tameh with Tumas at home. Tahom means the deep, like the sea, where the idea is that it's an unknown Tumah. No one could know about the Tumah. It was like a Tumah nobody knew about. It wasn't like, oh, there was a dead body I hadn't realized I touched it on my way up. And we'll learn the specifics, but for now, let's just keep it broad. It was a type of Tumah that no one knew existed. It was like there was a dead body that was buried deep under the sand. No one in the world knew it was there. And then suddenly after the Carbon Pesach, it was discovered that it was there and that this guy somehow had made contact with it. He had been in the same room with it, whatever it is. So that's a type of Tumah unto itself. It's a category of Kumah called Tumas Hatahom, the Tumah of the deep, a type of Tumah which was unknown. It was an unknown. Now, it doesn't mean he's not Tameh. That's the really hard concept here. And it's Halacha Moshe Misina. It's It's not a Svara. I've got to the guy's Tameh. So, what are we saying? We're saying that the Tzitz is Miratza and Tumas Hatahom. Very strange stuff. Normally we say the rule is Sitz doesn't help when the person is Tameh. Sitz helps when the Hakrava is Tameh. But there's one exception. When the type of Tumah for the person was a Tumah Satahom, an unknown Tumah, a Tumah that people weren't aware about. Not that the guy didn't know he touched the dead body, but that he didn't know that he touched the body that no one knew was there. In that type of scenario, we have a din that the tzitz is maratza, and he's potter from Pasaf Shreini. And we'll talk more and more about the specifics of Tumah Satahom over the upcoming two blocks. So first we just analyze the first line in the Mishnah. First line in the Mishnah, what happened again? 
the blood was, was, was thrown and then you found out that it was Tame, so he said, Sitz Maratzo. So the Gemara says, Tame didn't know that. The Mashmol says it's only okay because you threw the blood and then you found out that it was Tame. In other words, you were a shogik. You didn't know you were throwing Tame blood. So then the Tzitz is Maratzo. Avon, no, the Rachel Nisrach. Let's say you were aware first that the blood was Tame and then you threw it. Lo Maratzo. It's Mashmol that Sitz doesn't help. Meaning that Sitz doesn't help if you're intentionally throwing the Tame blood. Says the Gemara Minu, but look at this price. Amat Sitz Maratzo. What does Sitz help? And you still continue the avoda. And the price says it doesn't matter how it works. Whether it's a carbon yachid or carbon tzibar. So this price says explicitly that the tzitz is maratze even for mazid. Even if you know that it's tame and you still follow through, what's the din? It's still good. So we have a steer between the implication of our Mishnah and that price. And the implication of our Mishnah was that, well, it only helps if you throw the blood and then you become aware that it was Tame, then the Tzitz is Maratza. But if you're amazed, it Tzitz is not. And this price, so it says, it Tzitz is Maratza for the blood being Tame, even if you were amazed. So what is it? So the Mar answers, Amar Avina. Two different answers. Tumaso, in, if you're talking about how it became Tame, even if you, you, know, you took a dead rat and you stuck it in the blood, you know, like you mamish deliberately were Metame the blood, it doesn't matter. As long as someone, then another coin went ahead and Bishogeg threw the blood, then it's okay. Then it's okay. So recall, so Bishogeg Hortza, But if it was Bemezid to throw blood that you knew was Tame, you don't get heart saw. So we're saying like this. Our mission, which was saying it's only because you found out afterwards, is referring to the, 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 the idea of being Bishogig or Bemezid in the Zrika. If when you did the Zrika, you were aware that you were throwing Tame blood, that sits doesn't help. And in Pashas, it's like a Knas, Midrabanan, right? You can't just like, you know, like just rely on it. The price of which was saying that Sitz is Maratza, even Bemezid means, even if you were Metame the blood Bemezid. That's what it means. Even if the Tumah was brought Bemezid to the blood, we still say it's okay. As long as the Zrika was Bishogeg. Whereas then we have a second opinion that says just the opposite. Rav Shilam or Zrikaso, in regard to throwing the blood, whether it's Bishogeg or Bemezid, it does work. As if the Zrika was done, even Bemezid, you knew you were throwing Tumah blood, it's all good. Tumaso, but if that's all regard to if the Tumah happened Bishogeg, but regard to if the Shogeg, if it was Bemezid to make it Tumah, Bishogeg or Bemezid, lower itself. Someone who Bemezid took the dead rat and made the blood Tumah, then we do not allow the tits to be miraculous. We have two mamish opposing views. For sure, the Rabbanan come along and say that tzitz can't help on one point. Is it when you throw the blood b'mezid? That's the first opinion, Ravina. Rav Shila is when you were metami the blood b'mezid. However, everybody agrees that the other one is, one of the two is okay, even b'mezid. Mark the isle, mark the isle. So, one of the two is definitely true. So now the Gemara says, how do you read the Brides according to Rav Shila? According to Rav Shila, what the Brides was saying is, Nitma Bishogeg, where it was Nitma Bishogeg, Uzarko, and then you threw it, Bishogeg Bimezid, whether Bishogeg or Bimezid, Hortza, Tortza. So Rav because again, Rav Shila holds that if it was Metami Bimezid, then it cannot, uh, get Hartza when you throw the blood. Now, what does our Mishnah mean according to Rav Shila? Our Mishnah that said, no doubt that you threw the blood and then afterwards you became known as Tameh, that sits as Maratza. So it's a little bit schwer, the language according to Rav Shila. Again, Rav Shila holds that if, as long as the, the Tumah happened Bishogig, you could even now make the, make the, the Zrik of the Mazin and that sits will work. So why is our Mishnah saying that you threw it and then you found out? That what if you if 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 you were aware that it was tame and then you threw it low it does it doesn't work it's not really true according to Rav Shila even if you were aware that it was tame and then you threw it it should be okay as long as the tumma was bishogeg according to Rav Shila you could even get hearts off you threw it b'mezid so we say who had the 
Really, the same halacha would be true if you found out first. The only reason the way the Mishnah said it, it said it in that way that you found out. After the Zrika, the only reason the Mishnah said that is Mishim to buy the Mishnah Seifa. I wanted to contrast it to the Seifa of the Tumas Aguf, where the coin, where the person finds out he's Tameh. Nitma Aguf ain't Sitz We said if the person finds out he touched a dead body, then, then the Sitz is not Maratza. And in that case, it's Afilu Nizrachin Noda. That case, and the contrast is that even if you didn't know when the, when, when that, when the carbon was, was, was being done. But if you find out afterwards you touch a dead body on your way up, that it's still a problem. So therefore, just to be contrast that, but the reality is that by the blood being Tameh, even if you were aware that the blood was Tameh, as long as the Toma descended on the blood, even if you threw it, Rav Shila still says that you get Kapara. So bottom line is, we have a dispute between Rav Shila and Ravina about the terms of Tzitz. Everybody agrees, Tzitz is Maratza for blood that became Tameh. But in what circumstance? According to Ravina, it's only if you throw the blood, if you are aware that the blood is Tameh and you throw it B'mezid, you can't get hearts on. That's the shoot, the postures of our Mishnah. The price of that said, even B'mezid, according to Ravina, only means if the blood became Tameh B'mezid. That's Ravina. Rav Shela has the exact opposite approach. Rav Shela says that if, even if you're aware that the blood is Tameh and you throw it, even B'mezid, you still get hearts on. You still get hearts And the Mishnah really, our Mishnah really here is Lav Davka. There's one halacha that Rav Shila says that someone was Matami, the blood, Bimazid, then Midrabana, and you can't use the tzitz. So according to Rav Shila, you have to really make our Mishnah a little bit of Lav Davka. The tzitz is Maratza, even if you were aware that the blood was Tame, and then you threw it Bimazid. As long as you weren't Matami, the blood, Bimazid, even if you threw it Bimazid, according to Rav Shila, there would be hearts Okay. Then we analyze, we start Tumas Atom a little bit. Nitma Tumas Atom. So what did that mean? Again, the owner of the carbon found out that he was Tame after it was brought, but in a very specific type of Tumah. A Tumah that was unknown. A type of Tumah that no one knew that the body was there. So, what about the Kohen who, let's say, did the Avoda, he threw the blood of the carbon Pesach? Is Tumas Atom Mutter or not? So, meaning, if, the, let's say, a Kohen, after the Avoda was done, finds out that he had touched a dead body on the way up, you would have the same halacha. The, the Avoda is no good. It doesn't make a difference. You thought you were Tar. If you find out afterwards you were Tami, then we have to reject the whole thing. A Tami Kohen, the Avoda, it doesn't work if you made the Avid. But what if the Kohen found out that he was Tami in a Tumas Atom circumstance? He didn't find out he touched a dead body that was lying. He found out that there was a dead body buried under the sand that he didn't realize he had been in the same room and it was a type of Tumas no one knew about. So if it was the type of Tumas of Tumas Atom, is that a heter for the Kohen or is it only true for the Bible? Now, in order to just like grapple with what the Gemara is saying, you have to realize, forget about any Svaras here because Tumas Atom is not a Svar. Logically, it doesn't make a difference whether people were aware of the Tumah or not aware of the Tumah. It's a halacha, the Moshe, Mizina. That if it was a type of Tumah that was Tumah Satom and the Bailam finds out afterwards that's what he had, then the Tzitz is Maratza for him. So our question is, how far did Hashem say this halacha, Moshe, Mizina? Our question is not anything in Svar. We have to be very careful. There's no Svar here to Tumah Satom. It's very hard. So that's the way the Gemara spells it out. Mi Amrino, do we say, Ki gemiri When do we have the tradition of the Allah Sinai that Tumas Atom is not a problem? But Bailam. It was said on the Bailam being Tame whether he's pushed off to Pesach Shani. But the Kohen, Klape, where the Kohen's Tumas is applying, Lo gemiri, we don't have the tradition. O Dilma, maybe we say, Bezivcha gemiri. The Allah Sinai was said on the Karban. So it doesn't matter if it applies to the owner or it applies to the Kohen. So is it a din in the Bailam or is it a din in the Karban? That's where Suffolk, like, as if, like, what did Hashem say? What was the, what, manemar besinai? That, that's anything when the carbon pasach with Tomas Atom is not a problem? Or the, 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 the bailim having Tomas Atom is not a problem? 
So the Gemara says, Amar Rava, Tashma, let's bring a proof. The Tari Rabkhir, Rabkhir said in the Braisa, The only time Tumas at home is not an issue is with Tumas Hamais. The Tumah that comes from a dead body. What do we mean to exclude? Let's say it was a Tumah Satahom that came from a Sharetz. And again, don't think too much in Svar. It's like a din. The, 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 the exemption of Tumah Satahom was said only for that type of Tumah. So if a person finds out afterwards that he, there would have been a dead Sharetz that was buried under something, he had somehow made contact with it without realizing, but nobody knew about the Sharetz, then there would not be the special exemption of Tumah Satahom. But wait a second. If we're talking about the Bailam's issue of being Tame Sharetz, Ubaman, Ibn Nazir, by Nazir, Mima Hanile. A Nazir has no problem with a dead Sharetz. The only problem with the Nazir is Tumah Ki Yamas Mesol. The Torah is very clear. It's only a problem for him to come in contact with dead bodies, not with dead shratzim. So obviously there's no issue there. Must be for the common Pesach. But wait a second. Is there an issue for the Bailim being Tamei Sharetz? We said that was always a dispute. According to the opinion that in Shulchan Mazarkan al Tamei Sharetz, that he's pushed away to Pesach Sheni. So we'll be saying, even if he finds out that it was a Tumas at the home of Tamei Sharetz, you would say maybe he's, he could be Yotze with Pesach Rishon. We say no. Tumas at doesn't apply to Tamei Sharetz. He has to bring a Pesach Sheni. If you say that even a Tommy Sharetz could fulfill the carbon, so then we have the following obvious problem. Even if he knew he was Tommy, he could still be Yotze Pesach Rishon. Then clearly, if he was only Tumas at the home of, of a carbon Sharetz, of a Tumas Sharetz, we're not going to say he's pushed away to Pesach Sheni. So there can't be any issue of Tumas Sharetz with Tumas at the home for the Gavra, for the Bailim of Pesach. Of Pesach. If you hold Shosh, Lebizarkan, or Tamei Sharetz, we have no issue. So what was Rav Chiyah's Bryce saying? We only say Tumas at home for Tumas Ames. Pashtas is coming to exclude Tumas, Tumas Sharetz, but it can't exclude anybody in the Bailim. It must be for the Kohen. If the Kohen found out after the Avoda that he had a Tamei Sharetz, that was a Tumas at the home. So now he finds out that all of his Avoda was no good. So you would say everything should be fine. Kuzga Kohen has Tumas at home as well, and that for Tumas Sharetz, we don't say Tumas Atahom. So we see, though, that for Tumas Mace, we would. We see that even for the Kohen, Tumas Atahom does apply. And the Gemara rejects the proof. Really, he's talking about the Bailim. It's just coming to exclude not Tumas Atahom to Sharetz. Sharetz is never excluded because even if you know your Tommy Sharetz, you could be Yotze Pesach Rishon because you could be Tar that night. We mean to exclude Tumas Atahom of a Ziva, when a type of blood, uh, like a type of thing where you're seeing the same, the, the strange types of carry coming out of the body a few days, then we say he's Tame, and we're saying if there would be a type of Thomas Atahom of Ziva, it would not be excluded. Now, we have to think about what in the world is a case of Thomas Atahom of Ziva, right? And don't have even saying, oh, there was a body that was buried no one knew about. How do you have a case of Thomas Atahom of Ziva? So we'll learn about it all about this tomorrow. Get ready. But the, for the basic idea is that there's a lot of cases where a person is waiting a couple of days and they're presuming that they're Tahar until they, and, and they bring the Karma Pesach because they hadn't yet seen the next day. And then afterwards they see. And the question is whether that retroactively makes them tummy. They find out afterwards that they were really tummy because they ended up seeing. But there was no way anyone could have known they, they were going to see more on that day. But we're going to see the specifics of the case tomorrow. But for today, just trust the Gemara that there could be Tumas at home for Ziva. That's what we meant to exclude. But La'ilam, it could be Tumas at home only applies to the Bailam, not to the Kohen.